0: The Bible reading today comes from Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 to 46. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Well, good day everyone again. My name's is Matt. Uh, so great to be with you today. Can I encourage you to have your Bible open, because we're going to read back through Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 to 46. We're going to think about what Jesus is saying in these two parables here, and then we're going to think about how we can apply it to our lives. Before we begin, let's pray and ask God for his help. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can come together today. Uh, We thank you for your word in Matthew 13. Uh, I pray that you would be with us today. Help us to have eyes to see and hearts to hear about the amazing treasure you've given us in the kingdom of God. I pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the date was January 2009. I was 17 years old at the time and I'd just finished the HSC. And I got a summer job working in my father's printing factory. Now, I don't know if there's anyone here who's ever worked in a factory before, but it's hard work, let alone being the boss's son. And I was working longer hours than I ever had before, clocking in at 6.30 a.m. and clocking off at 4 p.m. And the working conditions in a factory, it was harder than I've ever experienced before. During the day, it got incredibly hot in the factory. I was consistently thirsty. I was hungry. My body was sore. I was working harder than I've ever worked before in my life. And friends, it was all with one goal in mind. One goal in mind. To earn enough money to buy a road bike. Now, I confess, if there's any cyclists here, they might be able to be in agreement with me here. Uh, But as a 17-year-old, I was dreaming about this particular road bike. It was a Trek bicycle. Uh, It was shiny red. It was light carbon fiber. It had the latest Shimano gearing. It just looked fast. You see, you see, for me, to own that bike, oh, it meant the world. And do you know what? When I finally bought it, it made all the pain worth it. It made all the work worth it. It made all the sweat, the time, and energy worth it. And I did it all with joy. Because for me, that bike was so valuable. For me, to get my hands on this shiny Trek road bike, for me, it was treasure worth seeking. Well, in today's passage, in Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 to 46, we're going to be reminded of a much better treasure worth seeking, a treasure that won't spoil or fade away, a treasure that is eternally significant. Now, before we look at these two parables in Matthew 13, uh, it would be good to quickly familiarize ourselves with what's been going on in Matthew so far. And in the previous verses in Matthew 13, Jesus has been speaking to the crowds and his disciples about the kingdom of heaven. Now, now what does Jesus mean by the kingdom of heaven? Well, when Jesus spoke about the kingdom of heaven, he was referring to God's final reign over a perfected and renewed creation in which his people would live with him in safety and blessing forever. Now, in the previous verses, in Matthew 13, Jesus has told his disciples four different parables about what the kingdom of heaven would be like. You might remember them. There was the parable of the sower, the parable of the weeds, the mustard seed, and the yeast. And, And now in Matthew 13, in verses 44 to 46, Jesus tells his disciples another parable about what the kingdom of heaven is like. So what does Jesus say the kingdom of heaven is like? Well, in verse 44, Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like treasure. It's been hidden in a field. Now, back in those days, uh, they didn't have a lot of banks to keep their money. And so they used to do things like hide it in fields. Have a look with me. Matthew chapter 13, verse 44 Matthew chapter 13, verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. Now, now in this story, something must have happened to the owner. And so so the treasure is just left lying there. And one day, uh, a bloke happens to be in that field and he finds this treasure. And so, what he does, he hides the treasure and happily sells everything he has just so he can buy this field just so he can get these hands on this amazing treasure. Continuing in verse 44. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Now, now a couple of things to notice as we look at this parable. First, the bloke has to sell everything he has to get this field. All his stuff, you know, his, his house, His car, his phone, his TV, even the clothes off his back. It all has to go. He has to sell everything he has to get this field. And second thing to notice is he sells everything with joy. He's stoked to give it up. He sees all this stuff disappearing and he can't be happier. And why? Because he knows that the treasure in this field Is so much more valuable than anything he's got in this world. So, so what is Jesus saying in this parable? What's the point he's making? Jesus is saying that the kingdom of heaven is worth more than anything else in this world, it is of supreme value. Jesus then tells his disciples another parable. Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is a bit like a merchant searching for fine pearls. And when this pearl merchant finds that fine pearl they've been longing for, he immediately sees the value in it. He sees that it's worth more than anything else he has. So like the bloke in the first parable, this guy goes away, he sells everything he has, just so he can buy that fine pearl, just so he can get his hands on this amazing treasure. Matthew 13, verses 45 to 46. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. F- friends, friends, can you can you picture the scene? This guy's he's had the garage sale. He, he sold everything he owns, even the garage itself and the house attached to it, until everything's gone. Until he's finally sitting on the side of the road. Just with a pearl on his hand and the big grin on his face. Again, what's the point Jesus is making in this parable? It's the same in the last, isn't it? Jesus is saying that the kingdom of heaven is worth more than anything else in this world, it is of supreme value. The kingdom of heaven is treasure worth seeking. All right, well, well that's as far as we're going today in these two parables. Uh, can you see what these, two, what these two parables teach us? Both the kingdom, both the parable of the hidden treasure and the parable of the hidden pearl illustrate the wholehearted response we should have towards the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven is worth more than anything else in this world. It is of supreme value. So let, let's think about how we can apply this, these two parables to our lives. Let's think about how we can actually apply this. I've got three application points for us to think about as we apply this to our lives. Uh, Number one, the kingdom of heaven is extremely valuable. Number two, are you seeing the value of the kingdom of heaven? And number three, if you've seen and understood its value, what are you doing about it? All right, so number one, kingdom of heaven is extremely valuable. Number two, are you seeing the value in the kingdom of heaven? And number three, if you've seen and understood its value, what are you doing about it? All right, application point number one. The kingdom of heaven is extremely valuable. Friends, the kingdom of heaven, it, it is extremely valuable. That's, that's what Jesus is saying here in these parables. And it will be, won't it? Not just for people 2,000 years ago, but for us as Christians. In this kingdom of heaven, those who believe and put their trust as Jesus, as their saviour, will live with God forever, living a life free of pain, free from the insecurities of this world, free from sin and sadness. Living a life where you'll be able to have real relationship with the Creator of this universe. Friends, the kingdom of heaven its going to be amazing. It's going to be a place of excellence and unmatched beauty. It's going to be better than anything else on this earth. And nothing can take away from us. It will be forever. And that leads us to application number two. Are you seeing the value of the kingdom of heaven? Friend, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I wonder for you, if you're a Christian here today, are you seeing the value of the kingdom of heaven? Do you, do you see it's ex- how it's extremely valuable? Do you see its excellence and unmatched beauty? Or do you find yourself failing to see its value? Maybe for you it's because you've caught up dreaming about some other valuable thing in this world. Or maybe it's because you're just busy. Busy with the stuff of this world. Recently I came across a a YouTube video uh, of a violinist playing in a subway station in Washington, DC. Maybe you might have seen this same video. But the violinist playing in this downtown subway, he wasn't just anyone. He was one of the best concert violinists in the world, Uh, a guy by the name of Joshua Bell, who just three days earlier, just three days before this subway event, uh, filled the Boston Stately Symphony Hall where just a good ticket was going for $100. And for 45 minutes, this uh, violinist, Joshua Bell, played for free on a violin worth $3.5 million in this downtown subway. But the thing was, no one took a blink at him. No one recognized him. Over a 1,000 people walked by as they were going about their lives. Only seven people stopped to listen to him play, and only one lady vaguely recognized him. I wonder for you, friend, are you truly seeing the value of the kingdom of heaven? Are are you seeing how valuable it is? Or are you too busy? Like those people in the downtown subway who, who didn't recognize how valuable it was to have someone of the caliber of Joshua Bell playing for free. Are you instead walking by? I recently also read a conversation. And now, when holidays, I get to read a little bit more than what we get sent at Bible College. Uh, but I recently read a conversation uh, that the famous missionary to China, Hudson Taylor, had with a Chinese man in the 1800s. Uh, and this, this Chinese man asked Taylor how long the people from England had known about the gospel. And Taylor was ashamed to admit and vaguely replied it had been several hundred years. Uh, And this young man replied in astonishment, and I quote, What? Several hundred years? Is it possible that you've known about Jesus so long and only now have come to tell us? My father sought that truth for more than 20 years, he continued sadly, and died without finding it. Oh, why did you not come sooner? As I read that, uh, I was struck. Now, now this, man, this man's father had been, been searching about the truth for eternal life for more than 20 years, but he never got to hear it. He never got to hear about the hope that we have in Jesus. And yet, I've known about it all my life. Friend, do, do you realise how, how lucky we are that we've heard this life-changing news do you realise how lucky we are? Friend, let me, let me encourage you, let me challenge you. Don't let yourself get busy with the things of this world. That you forget about the great value that in Jesus we have access to the kingdom of heaven. Don't let yourself get distracted by the, the shining material things of this world. Instead, let me encourage you to take time out, stop, listen, pray, read God's word, and appreciate that in Jesus we have access to the kingdom of heaven. And that brings us to our final application point. Friend, if you've seen and understood its value, what are you doing about it? Now, if you're here today uh, and you haven't yet accepted Jesus as your saviour yet, uh, let me tell you the good news is that it's not too late. If you want to enter the kingdom of heaven, it is possible through Jesus. Uh, It doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what you've done, Jesus has done everything it takes to give you a place in the kingdom of heaven. and That's why he, he died on the cross and rose again. He did it to prepare a place for anyone who trusts in him, a place in the kingdom of heaven. And so friend, if you're here today and you haven't yet accepted Jesus, uh, let me encourage you to think further about it. Let me, let me encourage you to, to put your trust in Jesus and receive that precious pearl that's in the kingdom of heaven. However, friend, if you're here today and you are a Christian, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. What are you willing to give up for the kingdom of heaven? What are you willing to give up? Uh, Yes, it's, it's free to put your faith in Jesus. And yes, the kingdom of heaven is a free gift to us, won to us by the death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus. But having Jesus as your king can be costly, can't it? It can be costly. Maybe it will mean giving up money to support the work of the kingdom. Maybe it will mean giving up time to play your part in Jesus' church, to play your part in growing the kingdom. Or maybe it might mean persecution from friends or colleagues. If you become part of God's kingdom, it means Jesus is your king and he demands that you serve him in all your life no matter what the cost here on earth. And so it's a question we've got to be continually asking ourselves, is what are we willing to give up for the kingdom of heaven? I wonder for you, friend, what would the scene look like if you lost everything for Jesus? Will you be a bit like that that pearl merchant who sold everything he had, sitting on the side of the road, with everything gone except that pearl? Would that be how we respond? Well, friends, that, that treasured Trek road bike that I bought, it was, it was pretty good. I really enjoyed it. But you know what? It lost its shine over time. And within a couple of years, I'd already sold it. After all that hard work in January 2009, it was all gone. And that's a bit like what it is with all the treasures of this world, isn't it? They all lose their shine. Uh, but, friend, let me, let me encourage you, let me remind you, that the kingdom of heaven, it will never lose its shine. Let me remind you that it is treasure worth having. It is treasure worth treasuring. It is treasure worth giving up everything for. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today in Matthew 13. We thank you for the reminder that in these parables of the great treasure that we have in the kingdom of heaven. I pray for each person here today, that you'll continue to open their eyes and open their hearts to see how valuable the kingdom of heaven is. And I pray that you'll help us to respond rightly to this passage. Thank you that because of the work of Jesus that we have access to the kingdom of heaven. And I pray for each and every one of us that will be continuing to live for you and for your glory now and forever. Amen.